Welcome to Honey Express, an expression of the sweetness of God's word and a demonstration of its impact on the soul of a man. This podcast really shows us how we can all learn from God's word and grow in the knowledge of Christ. express today is the day today is the day that we are finally unveiling season two episode one and with me today i have a very special guest this is lasha ogumuiwa and actually today is her birthday so (laughs) so (laughs) if you get a chance to please wish her happy birthday by the time this is coming out it would be her birthday and i'm just so honored to have you on on the podcast show today lasha would you like to introduce yourself Hi, my name is Lashe and I'm a third year uni student and I'm studying business administration and I'm so grateful to be here. Thank you, Inka, for inviting me on this podcast. Of course, honestly, like who would have been the first person? Like, of course, Lashe would be because Lashe is just someone that is so passionate about a lot of topics, social issues. You know, she's someone that I've learned so much from and I would love, I'd love for her to share her wisdom with you guys today. We'll be talking about (laughs) self-esteem issues, (laughs) self-esteem issues and identity from the perspective of a Christian, you know, and how we're supposed to view ourselves from the the mirror of the word, from the mirror of the word. So she has spoken to you about her educational endeavors, but now I'd love for you, Lasha, to actually explain some of these social issues you're passionate about. Of course, you know, things that you'd say God has been leading you to, especially in this season of quarantine. Okay, the main thing I'm passionate about is helping people with their self-esteem, mm-hmm. um, especially young girls, because I know that like for some young girls, it's not easy to express how they feel, mm-hmm. because there's so there's so many like so- societal like restrictions, mm-hmm. so they don't know how to express themselves freely. So to be that person that can help young girls, you know, gain the confidence that they need mm-hmm. in Christ. That would be like one of my biggest achievements, mm. if you know what I mean. And also, um, I, I'm into like this recent like rape empower like rape movement thing. Like I help with like donations. Like I donated a That's lot. Really good. Yeah, because I know how hard it can be. Like because I know people who have been, you know, through that kind of traumatic mm-hmm. thing. So I like to give a voice to young girls. That's like, really good. That's one of like my biggest um goal to be that person that like young girls look up to. That's really good. You know, when you actually spoke about giving a voice to, it reminded me of this part of the Bible where it speaks about, you know, how we're supposed to speak up for those who can't speak for themselves. You know. um, I think that's Isaiah 1 verse 17 exactly you just took it right out of my mouth and I literally have <laughs> I was like going to it and I remembered it says learn to do good seek justice, rebuke the ruthless defend the fatherless plead for the rights of the widow in court you know it's basically speaking about justice how God is a fair God you know many things that happen you know it's wrong to, to just sit silent because God, God needs us to speak out you know and and I'm just really happy that that's something you're interested in. And you're doing so much. You're honestly doing amazing. You're doing amazing, CD. Like, if, if you look at her Instagram, 
if you look at her instagram all the time you know she's speaking out about one thing or the other you know mainly rape and black lives matter the whole movement that's going on and thank you so much for that you know for me i've always found myself to be someone i don't i'm not very educated about these things or knowledgeable so you know i'd rather not speak on something i don't know much about but then of course i'm learning of course i'm trying to gain information so that i can stand for these people too i'm not just saying oh i'm ignorant so i'm just gonna i'm gonna sit in that ignorance <laughs> because at the end of the day what what does that gain anybody nothing so so yes yeah absolutely do you have anything you'd like to say before we start talking about identity and self-esteem yes to all the young girls out there you're you are enough mm. that's that's i just want you to always remember that like this podcast is the type of podcast that whenever you feel down you, you need to listen to mm. say that again <laughs> honestly <laughs> i think that was the main goal for this podcast channel really for people that feel down of course i don't want to just be you know emotions 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 do you feel sad mm-hmm. today listen of course it should be edifying you know to edify you to live a holy life to edify you to live a righteous life you know also mm-hmm. i want to cater to the people that may not be feeling too good about themselves today or tomorrow or whenever you know so yeah as we go into talking about self-esteem and identity i want to ask you this question how can a young person because this podcast is is created for both boys and girls alike so how can a young person today an old person even regardless how can they tell where they are in terms of their self-esteem how can they tell if they are having an identity crisis or a midlife crisis or whatever crisis is going on how do you think someone can identify that first things first if you feel the need to have a coping mechanism mm. that's the first and, and and i realized that a lot of people like a lot of like um young people mostly do this like they put their 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 escape is not from christ mm. do you understand exactly like when you need to escape from the world they go to like different things like it might not be it might not even be like what people commonly think like drinking mm. it might be something little like um people pleasing yeah. or like zodiac signs or like something small like we tend to like get carried away by little things but like once you realize that every time you feel like like you know yourself or you feel out of this place or you feel lost mm. and then instead of you to like address it by like looking at what god what the bible and god says about you you go into other things then that's an example that, that another example sense. that i would like to share is when you when you feel the need to always like you know suppress it mm. Because a lot of people suppress how they feel. Like, wow. they don't address it. And if you keep suppressing, like, if someone upsets you or something upsets you, or if you've been through things and, like, you don't talk about it or you don't let it go, mm. it's just going to eat you up. That's and, so like, true. that's very damaging because you don't want to be 45 and still be struggling hmm. with yourself. Oh, my goodness. At that age. I wanted to say something about that, being 45 and struggling with yourself. I feel like... For many people, from a young age, they've just not had anyone to speak to. So they've suppressed so much. I know someone personally that, you know, I don't want to say who this person is to me, but like I know someone that even now he's a father, he has children, 
he's still like held back by things that happened to him when he was like five years old six years old and at that age at the age of like 40 it's not possible i mean with the help of god but if you keep suppressing it how would you overcome that kind of thing and i'm just thinking about the danger of suppression you know mm-hmm. i watched this sermon about offense you know whenever we're younger so many things get to us the way in which the man puts it his name is Stephen Furtick he spoke about how mm-hmm. offense is like a log that in someone's heart it just tends to grow and grow it can literally divide two people if you just leave it and that's something the enemy plants seeds of offense if someone just says today I didn't like the way you were walking today or or what's wrong with the way you look today if you don't go back to ask or tell them I didn't really like what you said Oh my goodness. It can alter your identity. You can start to look at yourself differently, you know, and that's so damaging because when, when next you see that person, there's a very high chance that all you remember is what they said to you and it would alter your interactions. I know people that, that they remember what someone said to them when they they were in like grade seven. Like, Mm. I know for me, I was someone that was into Zodiac signs a lot because I was like, how is this thing so accurate? You know, I was like, I would look at Zodiac signs to tell me about myself. And that's when the issue begins. Because if you're not depending on God's word to show you who you are, because in James, it speaks about how God's word is like a mirror. So we're supposed to stay in that mirror to know what we look like. Because at the end of the day, there's there's this thing God told me that really stuck with me. And if I can find it, I'll say exactly what he said verbatim. God basically said that you cannot know yourself outside of me or you cannot have a full knowledge of of yourself outside of me because i'm the one that gives you your identity and and i just want to say this right there mm. and i don't mean to be to come off like um rude but personally mm. like what i've expressed i don't think you can fill that void with anything else mm-hmm. yeah because thing that you try to fill up you get tired of it mm-hmm. absolutely you still run back you will always run back because the thing about god is that once you've experienced it you can't go back Mm -hmm. even if you try to even if you try to you cannot you will always find he will find you Mm. that's so good that's and the sooner you realize that god is not joking with his babies (laughs) the earlier for you because he will find you yeah (laughs) yes you know, and I found what God said. God said, you know, there's no firm knowledge of oneself or knowledge of one's identity outside of me. For I give your life meaning. I even give you an identity. You know, as he said, as you pursue goals that have been set before you, involve me as you pursue goals. Because at the end of the day, you may reach the top of your success of whatever you've placed for yourself. That cannot form your identity. And even if it does, that would not be a foundation that's strong enough to keep you. It's just a matter of time. You find yourself needing more and more. But God is the God that can fill you up so much and still have you wanting more. But it will be a healthy desire. Do you understand? Like, Do you know the Bible verse that is coming to my head right now? Which one? Philemon 1 verse, verse 6. Mm. That's good. That one. Okay. I pray that the sharing of your faith may become effective and powerful because of your accurate knowledge of every good thing which is ours in Christ. Mm. And let me go further down into verse 7. For I have had 
great joy and comfort and encouragement from your love because the hearts of the saints, God's people, have been refreshed through you. That Bible verse has helped me overcome so many things mm-hmm. when it comes to self because the part that strikes me the most, like in King James Version, it says acknowledging every good thing yes. in you in Christ. Because I, the sooner that people realize that God's love is not about a feeling, but it is a fact. Yeah. He doesn't love you more for doing good. He doesn't love you less when you do bad. Mm-hmm. Because Christ already paid that price. Absolutely. He already paid for that sin. So, like, all you need to do is just acknowledge every good thing in you and like this is an exercise that would be really really good anytime you feel down or like anytime you have an insecurity Mm. about something if it's like about your body or like yourself your character go to the bible and find out what god says about his children then after you find out what what god says about his children make it into an affirmation something you say daily mm-hmm. like when i was in high school i used to be really really rebellious like <laughs> rebe- i couldn't sit in one place <laughs> like i was always into if there's a punishment list it's be a surprise that my name is not there but then i started saying like daily affirmation like my, the one I was saying was, I'm obedient to God. I'm mm. obedient to his word. My mind is renewed and my spirit is alive. The word of God is taking root in my heart. And like, I kept saying this thing for like four years. Wow. And then it was um, my hostel mistress that, that made that thing for me. And I, I just took it personally. Because you know when, when you say something every day, sometimes you don't even like like understand the yeah. value of it. But I just I just kept saying that thing every day. And I realized that like, it helped me because, like, my the whole of my senior year, like, I didn't get into as much trouble. Wow. You never really know. Like, I think I even wanted to speak about knowledge of, of who you are and how that really transforms a lot of things. You know, there's something that someone said. They said the truth will set you free. Rather, the mm-hmm. truth that you know will set you free because many people don't actually know the truth. What does God say about you? You know, in mm-hmm. Christ, we are free. Why is it that some people still experience certain things that point to the fact that maybe they're in some sort of bondage? Because there's a chance that, you know, the full truth may not fully be known. There may not be a full conviction. We're to be convinced of who we are in Christ because then that would become the reality we walk in. And we will not accept anything less. So, you know, one thing I saw in my notes, which is very interesting, is that conviction will push you to your identity and condemnation will push you away from your identity. So, you know, how can you be condemned about something that you know to not be true? Like if, for example, the enemy is telling you you're ugly, you can't be anything more, and you're feeling condemned, you're feeling like, am I really ugly? If you know God's word says you are made in God's image, of course, God's spiritual image. I mean, you wouldn't mm-hmm. accept certain things like that. So honestly, I think the biggest issue with, with people in general, not just Christians, is identity. You know, there's a lack of knowledge. Let me are. just say something right, right now. Mm. And I know it may seem funny or like <laughs> it may seem weird, but because the devil knows that he can't attack God's children physically, like he can't touch them, he knows like mm-hmm. he'll be, you know, he attacks their identity. Exactly. 
exactly you know and one thing that came to my mind just now is that the moment that he can attack your identity successfully and he can make you believe less of who you are then he can actually his drum on your head then he can actually like treat you like less right and we are all children of god so the moment you can detach you from that knowledge that you're a child of god oh my god he will make you live a life that's less than what you've been called to live out essentially and man what you believe is how you act what you believe is how you act i was i was listening to a teaching one time by one of like my pastors i like my pastor i listened to his teaching Mm -hmm. most times but he was saying about like how there's this guy that he used to smoke a lot and you know when somebody hates what they're doing but they can't stop doing yeah. it because it, it has already become a mm-hmm. like they they took him to this foundation and they kept telling him to say you like smoking is disgusting like every mm. time but he was confused because he was like um what what am i saying yeah he just he kept saying that thing for like one month straight and all of a sudden he realized that he couldn't even pick up a cigarette. Wow. Wow. I think I heard a story that was similar to that whereby they told the guy to, to basically speak about what God has said over him. It, it got to a point where he was even, it got to a point sometimes he'd be about to smoke or he'd be crying or he'd also be saying these things. <laughs> because yeah. it's like, it's like when you're saying certain things and you're, you've, you've been brought up to think differently. It's so hard to accept certain things. It can cause you to even cry because it's hard to utter these words. For example, if you've been brought up and they've been telling you, you're, you're, you're a fool, you're not smart, you're stupid, and someone is telling you, tell yourself I'm wise, how do you want to like reconfigure your brain? Do you understand? But it's yeah. a fight and you have to push through, of course, with the help of the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is the one that will enable these words to become a reality. Without his help, you can just be saying the words of course they'll stick but then you may turn back right but with the holy spirit he's the one that enables you to walk in the reality of these words you know whenever my friends come to me and they're like Winko, i'm experiencing this or i don't feel this way or i'm this is what i'm thinking about myself i begin to tell them just repeat after me say this say this and sometimes they'll cry <laughs> so but it's just something that helps you to reconfigure your thinking that's where it all begins your thoughts that's like the enemy's playing ground essentially but you you don't need to let him play around in your mind and you know say certain words to you it shouldn't be allowed exactly because once the devil knows and and i say this about everybody Mm. and i say this to everybody as well if you don't know like you about your identity in Christ. Mm-hmm. Search what the scripture. Like literally write down all the things you've ever been insecure about. Mm-hmm. Write it down. Then look for scriptures that like cancel it out if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's one thing I've done. And it was the person that told me I will never forget Auntie Joy if you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> I love you so much. We love you. That she helped me with my I, I used to struggle. It was it was I was such oh my god. I used to struggle and I didn't have anybody to talk to because I didn't want anybody to be like, Oh oh my god, what's she talking about? It was a real struggle for me. All the things you've ever been insecure about, go and find out what the Bible says. Yes. Because the one thing I've learned about the Bible, if you're looking for answers, you will get those answers. Period. Because the Bible addresses everything. If you cannot open the Bible and in search for truthful answers mm. and not find it. 
That's true. You have to be honest in your search for answers. You know, as don't need to be like, hmm, I want to use this against this. No, look for yourself. Like, and another thing, you have to be determined to stop. Like, you know, you like you have to be. T- you know, when you're tired of something, mm-hmm. when you're tired of not, you have to be determined about these things. Like, to know yourself, to find your purpose, because if you're looking for purpose, God will give it to you. Mm. Absolutely. If you don't know your purpose, though, if you don't know your identity, someone will define it for you. You just have to choose. Who do you want to define your identity? Because, of course, we can try to define our identity also with the people we interact with, especially if you care about someone. For example, if you're with a guy or girl and they tell you you're this, you're that, there's a higher chance you'd accept what they're saying if you don't even know who you are. So choose who you want to, to determine your identity and let it be God. Let it be God's word. Because God's word is unshakable. And and another thing is when like when you get into that because there's this deep state like mm. people you know I don't know if you've ever felt like that but like there's sometimes like you find like you don't know who you are but like there's sometimes like it really hits you hard yeah like you get into like this deep state when you're in that deep state even if it's just for like ten minutes just say like a quick prayer like mm. like. Lord, I know the plans you have for me, it's also good and not so evil to give me a future and a hope. Okay. Just keep it. And it might not, like, the thing about God is, like, it, it doesn't, it's just about consistency. Do you understand? Yeah. Like, you don't just do it um one day and, like, stop. Sometimes, like, you even have to shout it out. Yes. On top of the your lungs. shouting. <laughs> like, go, go hiking. Do something. Go to the top of mm. the mountain and shout. Yes. I, Oh God, I am holy because I'm holy. Yes. I'm a blessed child. Keep saying those things to yourself because once the thing about your soul and your spirit is that your spirit, once you accept Christ, your spirit is one with Christ. Mm. Okay? Yep. So when you, your spirit, tells your spirit that, okay, listen, I am with God. I am for God. I am holy because God is holy. I am who God says I am. Exactly. Like you know, it's your subconscious, and the thing about your mind is that it stores. Your mind is a, yeah. a file. It's like a sponge. It, stores, it soaks in what, whatever you feed it, and that's another thing. If you want, see, go mind fasting. I'm serious. <laughs> like I, this is my advice to everybody. Go mind. When I mean mind fasting, let me explain. Break down what mind fasting is. Block out the world feeling God, period. Yeah. That's the easiest. Well, I had a conversation with, with Isame one time, and she, she, she we're talking about, I think it was identity or rather habits, you know, how to stop habits. She said, You can't just stop something and not replace it with anything. You have to, exactly, like, you have to replace it with thoughts. And how do you know the truth about God's word? It's in the word. I know when I first started out, I didn't know much about what God said about me. All I knew is, I'm a child of God. So you see me sometimes, I'll just be like, I'm a child of God, I'm a child of God. And I'll just be <laughs> and I'll just be telling myself, sometimes it's not in the eloquency of what you're saying, it's in the truth. Maybe. I don't know, like even when I started like this daily affirmations and like podcasts, because I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. There's mm. you guys check my favorite podcast apart from when it's it's called Emoji. Emoji <laughs> Period. See yeah. the kind of confidence you have, and yes. you just be like, "Don't, don't chat to me, don't chat to me." <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> wow. 
like when when you do that mind fast thing, there are just some things that you won't accept. Like even if you catch yourself off guard, you mm. just be like, eh, who who is ugly? Mm. Who where? Let me find it. Where? You know, <laughs> you know what thing that's me... you know what thing that's interesting is I was talking to my friend right, and I was asking her, what's up? Are you good? You know one thing she told me? She told me certain thoughts are coming into her mind that she doesn't know where they're coming from. She thought she was over that. And I was like, wait, she's that intentional about even what she thinks about that. When when a foreign thought comes in, she's confused as to where it came from. And it exactly. made me really think that, am I that intentional? Or do I just like, when I think of certain things, do I just wave them off in my mind? Or do I wonder where's the source of this thing so I can shut that door? Right? And there's this thing also that I heard. You don't, you don't, you don't refute thoughts with thoughts. You refute them with your words. You know. Oh, because I, can you sorry for cutting off? No but can you remember? I was telling you that I was going through something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I was, I was struggling with something for a while, mm-hmm. and like the thought was coming to my head. It kept coming back, coming back. Yeah. Out of nowhere, I just like shut up. <laughs> I said that's why I said you're the shouting queen. <laughs> she shouts oh my god you have to be aggressive with this thing at a point I was, I was like get us from here get us right now yeah and then, like and my my housemate was was close to me she was so confused she was like is this oh girl okay god. i stay with like i stay with a canadian and and some indian students so they were looking at me like is this girl okay because the way i said shut up and get out right now period but let me just tell you after i shouted that was the last day Mm. It's even you can't even step fire will burn it. Wow. I think I was reading this book. This book by I think it's Kenneth Hagen. He spoke about his experience at a bus stop. A woman was with her dog. I think she was about to go onto the bus, but she wanted her dog to go home because her house was not far. She was not telling mm-hmm. him stop, stop, go home. And the dog didn't answer. So she got angry. She now said, Yeah. She didn't even say out. The dog started to go. And he said that's how you're supposed to deal with the enemy. You're supposed to get lose your patience with the enemy because whatever you you don't speak out on, you allow. That's how it works. Yeah. No, no response is a response. Exactly. Exactly. And we can see this later over scriptures in books you read. Like, honestly, authority is the key. To exercise authority is the key. Don't just be like, I have authority in Christ, therefore nothing can happen to me. I mean, if you don't no, exercise it. In your mind, mm. you... See, and that I keep I've been saying this is like the first time I'm saying mind fasting because it is highly required. Delete all your if you're someone that you get depressed easily, why are you listening to sad songs? Mm. I'm so sorry, I don't mean to come off as rude, but like why are you listening to sad songs? You cannot stop something by just cutting it out. Instead of sad songs, start with feeling the things that feed your soul. Yeah. Your because your mind, if you think of it, your mind and your spirit, your spirit has been you know, inclined to, let, let's say an, a 19-year-old, your spirit, for the past 19 years of your life, your spirit has been inclined to the world and what the world says about you mm. and your society and what you are supposed to value. But what does God say about you? You cannot just start um, learning what God says about you and you're still learning what the world says about you. Exactly. You cannot be learning 50-50. It's not about, when you're not mixing, are you mixing ice cream? Mm. It's whole. You're supposed yeah. to be whole of something you cannot be half and half do you mm. understand yeah exactly. so if that if the first two days might be really hard do you understand like but it's about consistency mm. if you're, you're really determined about it do that mind fasting yeah. like just try it and 
you will know what I'm talking about. It works for every. I, I don't know anybody that's ever done mind fasting and will come out and be like, oh, it didn't work for me. Mm. So you say okay. that's one of the best exercises that you can do to control your mind and your thoughts. Because when you start feeling it with what the like I said, Philemon one verse six, acknowledge every good thing you have in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Once you start shutting out what the world says about you and acknowledging every good thing you have in you through Christ Jesus, you're unstoppable. To be honest. Unstoppable. Because identity <laughs> solidifies authority, right? And I like the way this this version of my bible puts it is amplified to it says mm-hmm. i pray that the sharing of your faith may become effective and powerful because of your accurate knowledge of every good thing which is ours in christ so therefore some people don't have an accurate knowledge some people have a flawed understanding it could also be as a result of what they were taught so that's why you should know the bible for yourself check your bible what does the bible say you have because you're in christ you need to walk some people will walk this life they will never really achieve their full potential because they don't even know they can. Some people have limited themselves in their mind. And the thing is, the level to which you have limited God or the level to which you know about God and what he can do is what you will experience. If you know that you have literally everything that God can offer, then you will actually, you would benefit from that. But it starts with knowledge and an application of that knowledge. Man, that's, honestly, that is so key getting aggressive and one more thing mm. you have to you have to when you come to your identity like getting your identity don't take it lightly mm. don't take it lightly just be aggressive about it if you're, you're not aggressive about anything be aggressive about it like mm. you learn a lot of things i used to be such a, a person pleaser like if you say come on come if you say go i'll go like i used to do that thing a lot yeah but now i'm just like I know the Bible says love everybody, but the Bible didn't say I should be a dumbass. Exactly. Period. Honestly. And literally, I, I'm not even joking. When I'm doing too much, Holy Spirit even cautious me, like, calm down. Mm. That's the key. Being aware of, of who you are as well as, as how your understanding of yourself relates with the people around you. For example, if someone is bitter, how does that affect their interactions with people? Because you have to be aware of people around you too. You know, many people think that it's just about them and themselves. But, you know, if you keep saying this is how I am, is that how God has called you to be? First of all, it's not always this is how I am. I can't change because we can't you can change. change. Exactly. Exactly. There's nobody. I'm just saying there's nobody in this world that cannot change for mm-hmm. good. But the thing is, are you ready to change for good? Mm. That's the question. Because many people are used to the way they are. But honestly, we have to be what God has called us to be. You know, we have to think good thoughts, thoughts that are pleasing. And then again, it's not easy. It's not easy. It's not me that anxiety sometimes tries to come and dance in front of me. Like, you just have to identify where certain thoughts are coming from. Be very aware of your mind frame. And the Holy Spirit will definitely help in terms of sensitivity. And also, I wanted to ask you, with regards to mind fasting, you know, what are some and you've spoken about this multiple times today but what are some practical things that people can literally start doing after this podcast like after they listen what are some things people can do first things first if if you know what you know Mm -hmm. pulls you down if you're someone that gets sad easily go and delete all your sad songs Mm. it's hard but after the second day you get over it i'm I'm not even joking Mm. 
can't delete and start filling yourself up with songs like my this is the campus rush oh my god <laughs> <laughs> start filling yourself with because music let me just say right now music is you know a language your spirit feeds on mm-hmm. fill yourself with music that is you know edifying yeah to that point of music i wanted to say that for many people worship music is amazing well have you tried praise like have you tried listening to praise music dancing before god let me tell you it can transform your countenance from being just low in spirits to high in spirits you'll be high on god if that's even a term that on joy exactly joy and honestly you step into joy when you begin to praise god like true praise i think that you know for whoever is listening if you're down in spirits if you don't even feel like praying try listening to praise songs like it could be literally anything i personally like yoruba praise because i'm yoruba i love Igbo. i love Igbo praise as well i just love nigerian praise it can transform your countenance you forget what you were thinking about five minutes ago that was making you anxious you'll forget that's what praise can do so honestly yeah. truly like go out of your and it brings us outcome because there's sometimes like i'll be so down and i can't even like pray i know it happens to everybody mm. so nobody should come for me <laughs> but i'll be so down and i can't pray and i just start playing like praise mm. and i start dancing i'm happy and literally like i give it a week what i was praying for will come mm. will, like my prayers will be answered Praise enables you to, you know, look at everything you have. Give God thanks, literally, for what he has done. And that's the thing. Anxiety, anxious thoughts, take our eyes away from what God has given us already and of who he is. But we look at everything else but God. But we're meant to be keeping our eyes on Jesus Christ so we don't Mm -hmm. sink like Peter. You cannot be struggling with depression, anxiety, and you're listening to, um, hello, how are you doing? What's up? <laughs> and you're not thinking of the person that broke your heart. That's not possible. You can't. That's not possible. Mm. No. Just change it. Change your music. Even, and it's so important to listen to teachings and um, podcasts yeah. or um, just teachings in general mm-hmm. about self like your yourself being aware of your identity in Christ. Yeah. There are so many like I said, apart from when it comes channel, listen to emoji. The you can get it on Spotify <laughs> and Apple Music. Yeah. Okay. It has helped me that, so much. I can't okay. even explain or quantify what teachings have done for me. And let me just say something about starting your like being getting serious with God. Mm. Don't focus on this your sin i know i know this may sound crazy but with me like i used to if if i do something bad like this and like my spirit is eating me up about it i cannot pray i cannot do anything Mm. the thing is don't focus on your sin i'll focus on what god says what god says about that sin and how you can counter it like don't think you can just stop it by yourself instead focus on on the strength and the grace that God is giving to you. Absolutely. Do you understand? Absolutely. Like, don't say, oh, I'm going to stop lying. I'm going to stop lying. I must stop lying. <laughs> Instead, be like, God, I want to be close to you. Mm. Help me to stop everything that is not going to make me close to you. Do you understand? Exactly. Because don't be prepared to drop a lot of habits, friends, people, you know. Absolutely. When you start this thing. 
because once you start, you cannot go back. Because at the end of the day, you know, your identity in Christ is really who you truly are at your core. It's only God that can show you who you are. You don't even know how powerful you are when you have control over your thoughts and yeah. your mind. I'm, and I'm not saying that you can have control over your thoughts and your mind by yourself because you need a, your creator. He's the one that wired you. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. He's the one that made you. So to be able to have control over that, you need the help of the person that made you. It's just perfect. Mm-hmm. So, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the simplest way I can put it. So someone spoke about how, because we are man, we're supposed to go to the one who created us for the manual. Because the only God that knows really how we're supposed to function, it's only God mm-hmm. that knows his plan for marriage. Of course, that is revealed in scripture. So therefore, because the scripture is God's word, the scripture we're supposed to go to for all of this, you know, and there's this thing that Peter said, Peter in the Bible, he said, these things we say to you are not for you to get annoyed that we're repeating what we are saying, but it's for your safety. So I know that many times during this podcast, we've spoken about how you should go back to the word, go back to God. It's so that it can sink in that really and truly, it's only through God and Christ that you can know who you truly are and who God has called you to be. So if if there's anything you've taken from this podcast, if you didn't hear anything that we said, Lasha, what would you say? That's something you want people to take away is you need to mind fast. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just for two weeks, eh, please, just cut out the world. You don't need it. Just go in your room. If it's, you, you don't even have to do it for like, you don't have to do, because I think me and Ikozo was kind of excessive because we did like six hours straight. I'm going to put the link on the description for this podcast so people can, you know, check us on Emoji channel. He actually he puts out episodes every single day. So you can have something to listen to and go about your day. Like, how nice is that? One thing I wanted to say too is we're very obsessed with how we look on the outside. Many people are, you know, like very concerned about their summer body, their health. That is good and well. But how is your spiritual man doing? Like, is your spirit even healthy? Of course. Or rather, how is your soul? What's your soul looking like? Because our spirit is perfected. How is your soul looking? Is your soul healthy? Or is your soul just fading away, rotting with the things of the world. And I use rotting, it's a very strong word, but just to depict the fact that our soul needs the word to grow so that we can mature in the things of the of the kingdom of God. So think about that. Don't just be, you know, taken aback by, oh, my waist is skinny. I'm going to get a waist trainer. What are you getting for your soul? What are you doing for your soul? When was the last time you prayed? You know, all in all, we can see our outside life as perfect. And I'm going to speak to like even older people. We can see, oh, we have children now, we're married, everything looks perfect. But understand that without prayer, you're just one storm away from a breakdown. Without prayer, everything can look nice. Every, everything can look beautiful. It can look so, so nice. But if you stop praying, you're one storm. I'm talking about one trial or tribulation away from going back to square one. So I don't want to do this podcast or talk about identity or self-esteem without talking about prayer because prayer is really what enables you to walk in the reality of what God has called you to. Honestly, because prayer releases power. Yeah. When we pray, it enables our spirit to find expression in our flesh. When you pray, because we have the mind of Christ, it enables that mind to be expressed in us, right? So prayer is honestly the key. The day you stop praying, it may not happen immediately, but why do you think that many times when you stop praying, Certain things start coming back. Certain cycles start being repeated. Because prayer is really what enables you to stand. All in all, don't ever neglect the place of prayer. 
man. Because this week for me, this week was just a film. And it made me realize that I wasn't praying as much as I used to. And then that's when the film began. It cannot be a coincidence. Do you get That's what I'm saying. It just can't be a coincidence that certain things begin to happen because you stop praying. Prayer is the key. Prayer is the key. Prayer is the master key. See, it says Jesus started with prayer and he ended with prayer. He like he started his whole ministry with prayer. He ended with prayer. So that brings us to the end of this episode. Lasha, is there anything you'd like to say? Any closing remarks? No, thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you guys for listening up until this point. May God continue to bless you guys. Have yourselves, <laughs> have yourselves a wonderful day, week, morning, afternoon, evening. Love you. Did you love what you heard on this episode? Well, the answer is simple. It would mean the world to me if you could head over to iTunes and leave this channel a review and feedback. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Honey Express with three S's. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow this channel and achieve even greater things. Thank you. Can't wait to have you back soon. <laughs>